Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Outdoor editor for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Brian Hendricks, joins the zone to discuss all things outdoors. Thanks to world-famous McClard's Barbecue. McClard's is still going after 95 years, so you know they're doing something right. Visit their new location at 9219 Stagecoach Road in Little Rock. If I hit that fishing hole today, she'd be packing all her things and she'd be gone by noon. Well, I'm gonna miss her. Welcome back, Brian. You know, the whole be gone by noon thing really does apply. Yeah. 1136. <laughs> That's right. That's a good point. I'm doing great. How are you? Man, we're good. good. We're good. Um, enjoying the warm weather, I suppose. But uh, how's how are we doing with the uh, with the fishing? With the, as it gets hotter here. Well, I'll tell you what, it's been great. I took uh, I took a friend out to a place near Cheryl uh, last Thursday. It was an afternoon trip, three or four hours. She was new to fishing and had not ever cast before. I mean, brand new to everything. Gave her a, a pretty heavy-duty spinning rod. This is a place where big dreams are possible. Mm. So it was going to be one of those sink or swim type of things. Either it was going to work out. I was afraid maybe she wasn't going to be fast enough. You know, just, uh, and I mean, right off the bat, first fish she ever caught was about three and a half pounds. Oh. Broke off the next two, and then it was Katie bar the door. Uh, I think our total was about 37. Her last, The last fish of the day was one she caught five and a half, and uh, out the door we were. It was fantastic. Sounds like we're going to Cheryl soon, Wes. <laughs> Cheryl, yeah, i tell you what. So you're, to answer your question, the hotter it gets, the better it gets up to a point. You know, uh, comes a comes a point where things just kind of settle into a summer lull. Uh, but uh, if you're into the Florida strain, largemouth, largemouth bass, like we have in the southern part of the state a lot, that just gets better and better as the hotter it gets. Uh, North Arkansas, not quite so much, but love it. You had a uh, visit recently with a gentleman who was in rarefied air when it comes to fishing? It was, and it's amazing to people like that that we have in Arkansas, and I'm talking about Bobby Murray of uh, Hot Springs, who was one of the pioneers of uh, competitive bass fishing. He won the first Bassmaster Classic in 1971, uh, back when, you know, that was just getting started. Then he won it again in 1978, and there are only six people, I think, that have won it more than once. There's two that have won it four times. Uh, I don't think anybody's won it. Either those two, uh, you've got a, a few four-time win- or two-time winners, and and no Troy Aikmans in a bunch. You know, no three-timers. <laughs> but uh, so when you think about when he did that, seventy-one to seventy-eight, and the advance of technology from that time, when he in 1968, you used to measure depth with weighted string that you had graduated marks on you drop that down <laughs> and pull it up and that's how you know how deep the water was that's how i do it now what are you talking about okay well you know there's some there's there's a learning curve for you uh he he was ta- he talked about buying the very first lawrence depth finder back then which was a flasher unit you know and it had it was a little circular mm-hmm. thing and Things advanced quite a bit onto that, and technology in the 70s left a lot of those guys behind. Uh, they just couldn't advance. They couldn't adapt. Uh, it happened again in the, in, the, in the 80s and the 90s. People got settled into a way of doing things, and as technology left them behind, younger people came in knowing how to use that stuff, and it's just been a, a, a churn. Bobby was able to kind of stay with that, and 
uh, in 78, uh, I think 81 was his last year to fish competitively. He was at the top of his game at that point, still qualifying for the Bassmaster Classic. He retired from competitive fishing, became uh, uh, vice president of Hydrosports Boats. He started a, an agency uh, that got even more involved in fishing, and he made, made his money outside right about the time, you know, there was starting to be money made in fishing. So he's just a fascinating character. I've only known... There are various personalities. You got your hard charging, just you know, determined people that fish. I would put Kevin Van Dam in that. Just a guy who's going to, he, he's another four-time winner. Uh, one of those guys is just going to overcome and overpower whatever water he's on, overpower his competition. Then you got the other four-time classic champion, Rick Clun, who was all about the mind. He, uh, the the. I've interviewed him several times, and it's one of the most fascinating sports interviews you'll ever do when he gets into the union of mind and body and, uh, you know, total immersion of mind and body. There was a tournament on Beaver Lake, for example, years ago, in which he followed Frank Divis of uh, Fayetteville was his co-angler that day. He focused in on this white bird. I think it was a snowy egret, and he followed that bird wherever it went. And wherever that bird landed, he caught fish and uh, did very well in that tournament. I don't remember if he won it or not, but that was just the way he worked. Now, Bobby Murray isn't quite like that. He's not the Zen guy, but he still has that immersion. He's always thinking about it, Mm -hmm. thinking about different ways of doing things, innovative ways of doing things, and just totally absorbed with it. He He was like that when I was up with him the other day and he was talking about this method of fishing for Kentucky bass in the wintertime explained where they are and how to find them and they're always stacked up on the bottom in in really cold water and he figured out that when you catch one off the bottom and you raise that fish up there'll be about 30 follow it so he developed a jig to dangle from the second jig and you will catch a second fish even a third one, if you want to do that, but that gets kind of unwieldy. But he's figured out how to yeah, do I it. Hate, I hate catching them three at a time, Brian. It's exhausting. <laughs> it is exhausting <laughs> for those of us who do it. Uh, but it was really, it was, it was funny because, uh, you know, back in 95, I did another article about that very same thing, how to do it with a single. It was kind of a, a new technique back then of bottom jig fishing in deep water <clears throat> with a guy that lives in Barling. So to to make that progression of, of myself all these years later and and do that with a legend who's been thinking on this stuff and figuring it out, mm-hmm. uh, Lucky Strike uh, uh, has got that jig. They make they make that jig and uh, it'll be on the market soon if it's not already. And uh, then we got another guy, Bobby Dennis, who was the one that introduced me to uh, Bobby Murray. Bobby Dennis is one of the legendary lure designers of all time. He also lives in Hot Springs and is involved with McClard's. And uh, he's got some new things in the works that are going to be very innovative in fishing. And you think there's nothing new under the sun, but there are little twists on old things. And when they work, the angling public picks picks up on them real quick, and they become very popular and very lucrative, sometimes for many, many years. What did Murray win in 71? Wouldn't have been much. Uh, I think in '71 it would have probably been a, probably about five grand, and a really nice trophy. Hmm. And um, in '78 it probably would have been a little more than that. I don't really know how much the thing was, but I know that 
you know, uh, I guess when George Cochran won his first one uh, in 1987, I think I want to say he made 30000 So it wouldn't have been, I mean, it was good money then, but yeah. but it was just coming up when Murray was doing his thing. Uh, the very first uh, BA, the tournament that founded Bass was one that the late Ray Scott put together. And that's another great story. Never been to Beaver Lake in his life. He was in a motel room and jackson mississippi sulking after a fishing trip got rained out on ross barnett reservoir and he was watching i think it was a bowling tournament and he said the vision came to him of a golf tournament or a bowling tournament except fishing where people paid a hundred dollars with a hundred dollar field and a winner would get ten thousand dollars and he went straight to springdale pitched it they thought he was a charlatan and uh, they said well we'll give you some office space here at, at the rodeo of the ozarks and a Watts line, but we're not gonna we're not gonna back this. And they even talked about hiring a detective to follow him, you know. <laughs> and he pulled it off. And that was the tournament that was the beginning. I mean, he broke even, uh, gave him enough momentum to do the second and the third one. And then we get BASS in 1970, 71. Uh, man, those that that tournament. Do you think about the careers that that thing started? That one tournament, the career of Bill Dance and Stan Sloan and uh, Bobby Murray was there, you know, just all of the all of the people, the, the, the pioneering founders of BASS and competitive fishing. It all started right there at Hickory Creek Marina. It's pretty wild. It is. Yeah, it's part of that great Arkansas story that I really love telling in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette <laughs> and on the airways here at the Buzz. What do you got coming up column-wise? What else are you working on? Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people, uh, a good friend of ours, a good friend of the sporting community, uh, John Burnett of Little Rock passed away. I'm going to do a tribute, a eulogy sort of to him, uh, just a great, great sportsman. A lot of people knew him as former president of Rector Phillips Morse here. And, uh, you know, uh, great guy back in uh, 2009 when I was um, uh, recovering from cancer treatment. You know, I mentioned to him that I always wanted to dove hunt in Argentina. Like three days later, he calls me up and says, get your passport updated. We're going. Just that kind of guy. Wow. You know, uh, and uh, you think over the years, we, we weren't together often, but when you add it all up, we did a lot of things together. He was just a fantastic, fantastic human, great gentleman, great person. And so that, and uh, be able to honor him uh, Thursday and then Sunday. I'm still working on that. I've got another fishing trip to uh, DeWitt. Coming up with uh, Jess, the Undertaker, Essex, former uh, coroner for Arkansas County and uh, owner of Essex Funeral Home. And something is going to break. Something is going to get messed up, and it's going to be a great trip. Huh. I thought you, <laughs> they called him that because he whacks so many fish. Uh, he does that, too. Okay, very good. Ryan, thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Thanks to McClard's Barbecue as well for sponsoring the segment. We always look forward to having you up. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you much. Good to see you all. All right, buddy. Appreciate you. That's Brian Hendricks from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Check him out in the paper or here on the buzz. And, of course, he's on uh, Monday nights carrying Ray Tucker, too. So, you know, there's that. But uh, I always catch a little bit of that. Appreciate you guys. Too. Just kidding, Ray. You know I love you. Stop it. Don't be that way.